This is the Podcast Derby Blacklist Podcast for this week's episode, Quan Shang, number 87. I hope I pronounced that name right, because they never actually said it That's in the show. <laughs> so I'm, I'm guessing well. Uh, it's me, Brian, this week with uh, Sam. Dave is uh, unexpectedly away, so uh, we wish him well, and uh, he should be back next week. So Sam's filling in nicely again for us. Uh, for so we're wrapping up the season, a couple episodes to go, and uh, we have this one here, which felt like a setup episode. <laughs> it didn't Maybe just a bit. Didn't really tell us anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching this episode thinking this will be the shortest podcast we will ever do. <laughs> I'm just not sure what we can talk about. Uh, so, I mean, the bad guy of the week wasn't. He was. Just, it, it was all a vehicle so that we they can smuggle in next week's bad guy. Right. <laughs> and in a way, I think um, uh, Red kind of seemed like the bad guy here. Yes. I mean, he was him and the the newly appointed attorney general. Right. Who's been annoyingly bad all along. And, right. Uh, like nobody called that except oh I called that. I think everybody's like been calling on the yeah. show. <laughs> We've all hated him, and I've never liked him. And uh, I was at Dave last week was saying maybe he will have a redeeming moment. I don't know. I think he. I don't think this guy's redeemable. I think he's gonna die horribly. He's one that we're all gonna enjoy watching him get his. Exactly. Uh, I, I think he's getting to that point where I don't want him to be redeemed. Uh, but yeah. So the bad guy of the week next week was smuggled in, and that was the whole thing about the uh, uh, was it the Chinese women that were bodies that were being smoked i really couldn't pay attention to what was going on there i i tried to understand what they were talking about and what they're doing something about somebody dies unmarried and the family is haunted i it just seemed like i didn't care and i'm not saying it's not a cool storyline it just i was more interested in them getting to the point about the story arc and i felt like this really meant nothing to the story so let's just move past it. I, I was wondering if this bad guy of the week mattered at all. <laughs> it's definitely not a cool storyline. I mean, I, I kept hoping this was going to turn into something interesting. Like they were going to find something. It was going to lead to something. And no. and then it's like, no, we're smuggling corpses because we have to bury them with dudes so they don't bring bad luck. And I went, you got to be <laughs> I know. It's just... <laughs> It felt like I'm watching the wrong show. I, I was struggling to enjoy this episode or find any redeeming quality in this episode anyway. And then the main plot just completely... I agree. I, I, flies away. It was. It just... I wasn't sure what it was trying to tell us. And it really frustrated me so much. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that's him. So let's move on to the arc. I mean, because that's really where we had most of the notes that were worth taking. Uh as you said, Red was the bad guy this week in some sense because uh, he's not giving Lizzie the information she wants. I'm, this is actually going to get old if they don't start having reveals. But we don't know <laughs> why. It's not like – so this – I was trying to figure out, <clears throat> is he not telling her because it's a really emotional thing he doesn't want to hurt her or because it's dangerous for her to know? And there's no indication either way. Right. No, you're right. It's like is he protecting her from like horrible death at the hands of the KGB or 
just protecting her from a good cry. <laughs> exactly. That's a great way to put it. And it does. It feels like that. I mean, it, it, he's he he needs her to know certain things. He's kind of I mean, obviously he wasn't mad that she was at the house because that was the whole thing about going to the apartment, you know, doesn't want her to go there and see what maybe what she could find. But he obviously knows she went there, saw the picture. So I'll answer some questions. I'm just not going to tell you everything, and I'll never tell you anything. It's It, it kind of ties into the when there was a discussion we had through Facebook this week about Liz's last words last week about yeah. uh, you know, why can't he just lie. And I'm starting to agree because at this point, the, the teasing, it's not only frustrating her, but we we are now – definitely in her shoes it's because we're frustrated too as viewers we want to know more and please just tell us something i i just feel so um uh, what's the term like i'm being uh let on all this time and i know that's the point of the show is to lead you on with these secrets but we're just we're dragging this thing out with liz so far well, that's what I mean. So far. That's what I mean about it's going to get old fast. It's And it's starting to get there for me now. Uh, let's just give us something. And, yeah, okay, you gave us a little bit this week by telling us the woman in the picture with her was her mother. Uh, and, again, that was discussed on Facebook this week with us. And But I, it wasn't a surprise reveal. So give us something that really is revealing. And, yeah, the fact that, is there something to be said about the look on his face when she said, uh, you know, were you in love with my mother and did you kill my father to be with her? That was so lame, too. Like, that that was, like, the lamest theory. That was just so obvious. Like, she was just hoping to drag something out of him to piss. Like, I'm going <laughs> to piss you off so you flirt something out. Right. But that was. And, and, and it looked like he was going to. And then he said, I'm not going to tell you anything. So. Yeah. And, and the one reveal was that he is the one responsible for her memory being blocked because that was discussed in the past that uh, we knew her memory uh, had been tampered with before. Uh, he was the one responsible. I don't know if it's a surprising reveal or not, but uh, we, we now know that was him. Did they talk about the mechanism of that or is just that Red has freaky mind control abilities? It wasn't uh, discussed as to how he did it, but when she was having that episode while back when she was, oh gosh, when the second half of the season started when she had her memory probe then the person who was doing it said it's obviously been done before so we're kind of calling back to that moment and it's revealed now who did it before so but yeah who knows how or what you know through some sort of probably Vulcan hypnosis type thing (laughs) 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 on the payroll Red has everyone on the payroll everybody's on the payroll (laughs) Vulcans for sure. So that was that. Uh, yeah, it doesn't tell her anything. He's got a copy of the picture too, and the whole thing about the kind of blurred picture of the mother. Well, you know, we were having discussions again on Facebook about it this week as to was it uh, kind of blurred on purpose due to keeping the mystery? Was it a character that's already been introduced? Is it just blurred because they haven't cast this character yet <laughs> or something like that? I think it's just uh, blurred because no one in the KGB can take a decent. It was just, uh, it was just to give us. It, honestly, it was a vehicle for last week for us to be like, "What the heck was that?" So that yeah. this week they cleared it up and it ended up being really no big deal 
uh, they had zoomed in. You know, zoom and enhanced technology. Has... <laughs> Impossible zoom technology. I got that. Yeah, with this perfect ring. Wow, that <laughs> ring came in really well. You can't make out her face. We can't make out her face, but we got the ring. <laughs> the the ring, uh, the Berlin had the same ring, and I was waiting for the flashback sequence in Tom's memory of like of showing Berlin's hand with that ring, and uh, which leads them to. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know. You'll have to. So they have, uh, yeah. So they got the ring. It leads to, or again, it it was the whole episode was filled with these little moments just so we can get to a point, but there was no real story this week. <laughs> there was like her name. There was like a lot of little. We did get her name. It was Katarina Rostova. Rostova. Yes, I couldn't quite make out what they said the last name, so I. Almost had it spelled right. That's what, that's what I wrote down. Yes. <laughs> that is. So, um, but aside from that, Lizzie was born in Moscow. I got nothing. Okay, great. I got nothing. Like I said, I'm waiting for <clears throat> I'm waiting for Lizzie to, um, you know, like Red's like, I can't tell you, and she goes, eh, okay, and <laughs> and we're done. Right. Like <laughs> just she she's just she, I, I look I have. I have people to start profiling. It's my job. I should do it once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's only done it once in this series. She, so she wasn't <laughs> even tracking people down this episode, was she? I mean, the whole the whole um, Chinese grave robber that she wasn't even on that case really. She was too busy dealing with with but, red and until Tom. they had to go to the little uh, you know lab that they oh, went right. to. There that, there was never a moment right where she was part of this case. She was. She she went to uh, she went to Dulles with them, right? Or was she not there? <laughs> oh, you, at the you, at the airport, yes. With the uh, you know exactly what I was thinking when they said it's at Dulles. We'll have to stop the plane. God, I hope it's not. I hope it is Dulles. And I'm like, yeah. are they actually going to show Dulles? <laughs> um, but no, they showed the inside of a like some hangar. Some hangar. Yes. yes. And end up being just a nice body, no explosives, no. better teeth than she started with. I mean, right, right. I, like I said. I, I know we're complaining a lot. That, that's what this episode did. All right, let's get on to the whole Jasper thing uh, and the Cabal, which I guess we're going to call this Illuminati the Cabal finally because, I don't know, that's what Dave and I have been calling them all along. But the, whole, the show seems to want to call them the Cabal, so we'll do that. Okay. Uh, whatever they were planning was going to be in 2017. Okay. Again, it was just so much like... Awful specific date. My notes here were bullet points of what this episode was. This episode was full of bullet points, but gave me nothing. So, I was desperately trying to take notes, and they ended up being <laughs> all silly. Well, the director's going to move up the timeline to, I guess, next week, which is next week episode, conveniently, where uh, they're going to attack something. <laughs> and yep. Blow and it's going to be terrible. But what we, we did like is we got a little... We got a little double agent stuff with uh, the Mossad Navabi. Um, what I thought is interesting about all that was because I knew right away. I don't think it was any surprise that she know. was playing <laughs> playing this escapist role for Red to get the guy to reveal. But what he did say was interesting. That one thing the guy said I thought was interesting. I knew we had somebody on the inside. I didn't know who it was. Oh, and he was referring to the attorney general guy. I don't know who he's referring so, to. Someone else. In he knew he they had somebody on the inside of this uh, task force organization. Well, they got Cooper, right? 
could that is that Cooper or is there somebody already in the organization, somebody that we've been, uh, you know, just kind of ignoring all along, who's part of this cabal? But this thing with Coop, I, I'm jumping now. But this thing with Cooper was disappointingly obvious too. Sure. Oh but, my God, he's he's being blackmailed with the treatments that we thought was going to happen. Anyway. Right. Right, and I think he was obviously leading up to that because you know twice he's had problems with getting his treatments, and then uh, all of a sudden, you know, because he pulls a favor, the treatments are back on. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> I don't know. So this Jasper guy gets his tongue cut out. Boom. Oh, by the way, <laughs> so right before this episode uh, was season two, episode one, which was the episode of Kristen Ritter. Okay. And at the end of that, um, this woman's finger gets sent to red in a little box. Yes. Um, I don't know anything. I at least caught the last like, 10 or 15 <laughs> minutes of that, so I don't know anything more, except that those two episodes side by side, like body parts sent in boxes, <laughs> just struck me. I don't know if it happens other times in this series. Oh gosh, uh, have parts been sent to each other? Um, Just say yes. That's all the time. Probably, yeah. Uh, you're right. I didn't watch the episode before, and I'd have to go back and kind of refresh my memory on that one. But uh, you're right. Uh, putting those two together is quite interesting that they would put them back to back. I forgot about that finger being sent, but that was um, with his uh, wife when she was kidnapped, and uh, they ended up. Uh, his ex-wife, and then they ended up uh, rescuing her. So I didn't know. I was really worried. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure you were. <laughs> uh, so yes, the director gets the tongue in the box, and I'm sure Jasper's either dead or not talking. And <laughs> at least <laughs> you can still type unless they remove the And that's it. I, I just I have nothing else about this episode. It's set up so much for next week, where the war is going to start. I guess. And we're heading into, which is probably going to be a two-part finale. Uh, it Typically, a show like this would do that. It has done that in the past. They can, this would be a good opportunity for a two-parter uh, to give you that one bad guy to lead in, because you know, otherwise next week's a silly filler episode. No, next week's going to be an episode where it gets as bad as it can get, and then the following episode it starts to get a little better, but still ends with a cliffhanger, and that's how we're going to end the season, uh, is, is what I expect. What, um, do you, what do you think? Oh, sure. Fine. No, what were you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking like a half step back because throughout this episode with Lizzie, um, the thing with Tom is getting deeper. Like yes. we're, we're settling back into when they were a thing, which I never saw, but they, there was enough flashbacks that I get it. Right. Um, right. And it, it, at this point, it's, like all the awkwardness of like you lied to me is basically gone and they are almost a normal married or dating couple again. It is interesting, you know, as as And it feels completely um not interesting and has no chemistry to me. Is that know. how it was before? I don't know. I don't get the, well, it, their relationship was so weird because they really jumped on it from the beginning of the series with this kind of little lack of distrust because once red came into the picture he was kind of saying you know you don't know who you're you don't know your husband like you think you do and 
once Tom was revealed to be who he was, he was saying, you don't know Red like you think you do. And it was the two of them kind of playing each other, you know, against her. And now, you know, I guess we've had our explanation as to what his involvement, uh, Tom's involvement is with Lizzie, that, yes, he was hired just to protect her, but then he fell for her. He wasn't hired to, you know, fall for her and become her husband so it's like she's right. forgiven him i guess but yeah i understand what you're saying i i don't i don't get the feeling of bad chemistry i kind of like the characters together so it it's 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 nicer and it's kind of cool to have this guy who's you know resourceful and you know a badass to be somebody she can call on as her own little uh bodyguard when she's doing her investigations similarly to how red has dembe <laughs> yeah i just i guess i feel like um it's it's too convenient a tool to have in the belt. But what they have... Like, you know, a few times Tom showed up to save her the last minute. Thank God Tom was there to sure. jump in right then, you know? And sure. and now she's lucky to have this guy who she can use to um, help her track down her mother, mm-hmm. um, who really just wants to buy a boat. He just wants to buy a boat. Well, hey, and, and when they were in their married years, uh, all he wanted to do was uh, adopt a kid, so I don't know. But they went. He's in. all over the place. He he, he he wants to move on with uh you know advancing their relationship together. Right. Uh, you know, I, I'm glad though they're going this route at least, and have kind of given up on at least for the time being trying to make this love triangle with a uh, wrestler. In fact, sure. he he's almost he was almost absent in this episode, and, and he was completely absent. Previous. I felt like he hasn't really been around much as a uh, prominent character in a couple episodes. Since they had, uh, you know, was it Chinese food and bad wine right. together a few episodes ago? So maybe they're just saying, "Look, don't don't see, don't look too much into this." Which is good because it was I don't just think Chinese food and wine. right. Which is good because I don't think any of us wanted to look too much into that. I, I I think we all hate the idea that they would try to turn this show into that. You know, getting these love triangles and these awkward working relationships, and you know, you then you have to have that stupid scene someday where she's like. You know, we were both drunk. It was just one kiss, and, and you know, I, I really love Tom still. And I, we don't want that. That's that's killing us. You don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> so, but we did get a uh, return of. I I know you weren't watching the show last year. Uh, we got a return uh, though. At last year, during the last couple episodes, the Tom Keen Mustang commercials. I saw uh, that. We got that. Uh, last year, we got uh, th- three or four of those as the season was winding down. And, uh, you know, we love our Tom Keen Mustang commercials. I'm sure Dave will be happy when he sees that. <laughs> I just like to unwind with my Mustang. Don't you, too? <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that's it for this week's episode. I, I don't have much more on this one. Did you have anything else that was uh, obvious? Otherwise, I think we're ready to get really rolling into next week's little war starting uh, somebody's going to die in the next two weeks, I'm sure. Uh, I don't think it'll be Dembe because they <laughs> tease killing him this week. I think he's good to go. He'll continue. I did have that a... note. Dembe got shot. Oh, I... wait. This must be a Right. <laughs> and we can't kill Dembe because he's like the coolest character in the show. He they'll, is they'll, the coolest character in the show. They'll, they'll kill off somebody that we don't want to see killed off, but you know we'll get over it. Um, and then from there, we will see... Uh, what they're going to cliffhang us to the uh, end of this season because it's the type of show that's going to do that. They're going to give us that big uh, unhappy ending. Absolutely. 
Uh, check us out on Facebook, and uh, we had nice discussions this week, so get involved on that. Uh, let us know your thoughts and feelings towards moving into the uh, last couple weeks. Uh, check us out on Podcast Trivia there or on Twitter. We enjoy Twitter posts if we can get them. Uh, we did get an iTunes uh, review this week. I'm going to read it real quick. Uh, your name is GK4271, so it's like a stormtrooper name. <laughs> anyway, he says uh, there are more popular blacklist podcasts out there, longer ones, highly produced, etc. There are podcasts rife with unemployed radio people trying to sound like morning zoo crews. I like that. That's a great <laughs> comparison. But this is the one I subscribe to. Coming out with a, within a day or two of the latest Blacklist episode, the hosts provide interesting recaps, re- insights, and commentary that adds to my knowledge and enjoyment of the show. And they call BS on the writers when necessary. What more can you ask? Well, that is true. I mean, we are not. Check. We're not rah-rah guys for the show. We love the show, but you know, when the show frustrates us, we don't hold back. So uh, thank you for that. We do appreciate iTunes reviews. So give us those, and maybe I'll read yours on the show. Uh, you can email us at blacklist at podcasterbia.com. So that's it for this week's episode. I'm Brian. He's Sam. We will see you all next time.